0: Welcome to Higher Love, the podcast where we share an intimate, honest, and entertaining look at 30 plus years of love, life, and marriage.
1: How have we managed to keep our relationship smoking hot without burning it down over the past three decades?
0: We're your hosts, Reggie
1: and Jody Howard. There's no topic we shy away from.
0: Join us because it's about to get real.
1: Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> Did you like
0: that? Yes, that I little like that. Intro. How you just rolled on in there. Got me all discombobulated.
1: Hey, Sometimes
0: I don't think you're serious about doing this broadcast as much as you want to just come on here and mess with me <laughs> to see how I can go from one state of mind to another state of mind it's so quickly. It's all
1: play and just having fun. Well, you're and- definitely playing. <laughs> Having a good time. Mm -hmm. So there's a little eye candy for you while we work.
0: It's always eye candy while I work. Well,
1: (laughs) some days it's more than others. No, not really. Okay.
0: Not from where I'm sitting. Maybe from where you're sitting.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You don't have your big heating pad and all your (laughs) 20 layers on today looking like an old, old man.
0: No. It's warm (laughs) in here today.
1: So I was recently thinking about, and I know there's nothing, you know, I believe we learn lessons as we're meant to learn them, right? And our lessons show up for us as we're meant to receive them. Agreed. And recently I heard you say this and I was thinking about it, how you're sometimes like, man, I kind of wish I learned that one earlier. I kind of wish I had that particular, whatever it was. And obviously there's no way to, you know, turn back time and go back there. And so we weren't intended to do that. However, what I also find myself is like, I wish more people knew some of the things that we are now more aware of. For example.
0: For example.
1: I've been riding the bike a lot more regularly, right? The Peloton.
0: Peloton, shout out. Yeah,
1: yeah. Been on there regularly. Peloton. And one of the things that I find interesting is when you're listening to these instructors who are all, you know, very inspirational, really trying to get you going, Uh all this kind of stuff. One of the things they say over and over again is...
0: If you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Well, thank you, but that's
1: not where I was going. (laughs) Don't quit.
0: Oh, yeah. Don't stop. Isn't it funny that I think that all the time... You see? When they say that, I go...
1: (sighs) And what we're referring (sighs) to is the fact that the subconscious doesn't understand or is unable to understand don't, right? So our brain literally like skips over that our subconscious skips over that and goes straight to quit. Stop. Stop.
0: (laughs) Stop. Quit. Stop. Give up.
1: Quit. Please. And I'm like, Oh, I wish someone would share this tidbit that we have learned. And we have not only learned, but have been implementing. Incorporate
0: like a mofo.
1: And it's, it's challenging though, because you realize how we're so set up to often talk about the, don't do this. Don't do that. You don't want this to happen. You don't want that to happen. But aside from your subconscious not picking up on that, really what the cool part about it is you're focusing on what you do want to happen, right? Correct. So keep going would be the thing to say, you've got this, you know, you're almost at the finish line. Like these are all of these- Very true. Words and phrases that can be used in turn. And-
0: And what I always look at it as, when you come from that, you know, don't do it or it's a fear-based- To me, it's coming from you're more focused on, oh, I don't really want this bad thing to happen. But what are you focusing on? The bad thing you don't want to happen.
1: Exactly. Right? So you're actually
0: focusing on the thing that you shouldn't, that you're trying not to focus on at all. Whereas if you go and say, how do I say this in a, so I'm only using positive, which means at every level you're thinking positive, the positive thing is probably going to happen. So it's, it's keep going. You know, yeah. that, what are you telling yourself the whole time? Keep going, keep going, keep going. No matter how you think about that, how you phrase it, it's something that's going to push you forward. Right. As opposed to. Right. Yeah. And the, the universe,
1: Not this is just on the bike, but it, it extends beyond that. Right. And now that we have this awareness, we catch it. Like I did on the bike, but other times in life, and and the interesting part is the universe itself is literally fueled by attention, meaning our attention. Where our attention goes, where our focus goes, that's where energy flows. We know this, right? That where we focus. So exactly what you're saying in any aspect, and we use this a lot now with our kids, mm-hmm. and we use it with ourselves, but we use it a lot with our kids, and we're, when we're saying don't do this or you know don't forget, instead of Always remember or remember...
0: Hey, remember to take that garbage out. Exactly. Remember to do those things. Because
1: otherwise we're inviting them to just forget to take the garbage out or forget to whatever it is. And, and of
0: course, t- one day they'll be they'll listen to these broadcasts and they'll use that against us and go, well, the only reason I didn't do that was because you told me don't <laughs> you, do it. You said it in my subconscious exactly. accordingly. So you put You set me up to fail. <laughs> yes.
1: But I really wish that was something that... And I think it's cool now that our kids have it at a much younger age than we do, right? Than we ever did because it wasn't something that was... Yeah,
0: one of my ultimate goals is what? I don't know. I should have asked Lily.
1: Oh, to instill your 50-something-year-old brains in her 13-year-old body self.
0: So she can learn some new stuff and not have to learn the old stuff that I've already learned. So just yeah, listen to what I'm telling you.
1: And And just let it. And
0: let it go. Yeah. Trust me on this one. Because believe me, there'll be some other new stuff for you to encounter and learn from.
1: But I was thinking of other things. And I don't know if you have other thoughts. I know I'm just throwing this at you and you really don't enjoy that when I do this. But I think a lot of it is the mindset stuff, I guess, would be kind of the biggest stuff on how we want to focus our attention. And we were chatting also the other day about how we look at Money or bills, and that we years ago switched from thinking that bills as this chore that needs to be done to an opportunity of, you know, payment for blessings received. And that's what I wrote on the little box that we have and we receive any incoming right. you know, invoices, anything that is due. And so really switching, shifting that focus of this is something we get to do. Like we are actually in a space of, it's a privilege to be able to write a check for the cars that we drive. It's a privilege to be able to write a check for our mortgage, for all of these things that we mm-hmm. enjoy and allowing that shift to be in that focus like that mindset shift right
0: and i think it for me it comes more from taking that positive perspective you know it's always one of those that when you're talking and you're dealing you know how much time do people spend on the negative slant so by trying to look at something and come up with a not necessarily a positive way but the opposite way you know instead of saying don't stop it's keep going you know what I mean? So it's instead of complaining about uh, how somebody drives or whatever or taking note of that piece. How do I say this differently that comes in a lot of ways that makes you and forces you to almost solve the, the issue or the challenge you're dealing within with within yourself within yourself, yeah. yeah so it makes you you take it, control it, of the situation yeah. and, i think ownership and, and, yeah, rather and, than and, and
1: putting it out there
0: exactly because what do you put it's so much easier to just state a problem to just state a problem to just state a challenge to state a challenge to state a challenge state a challenge and not do anything about it but to actually kind of come at it from a positive angle there's a way there's a, a period in there where you actually have to figure out well how what do I want this to be? Mm -hmm. So you're actually in some ways helping yourself resolve that that issue or that challenge. And I see that all the time with people. I mean, everybody, I shouldn't say everybody, but when you sit and you actually are in conversations, you will notice how much time people spend just talking about the negative aspect of whatever it may be. Right. How whatever it may be.
1: Something was, what how it, challenging something was, how whatever it they is, can't get their kids to listen, the, 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 all of these All things. those
0: things that they spin. And I always think of it with the perspective of going, how many times in your life have you heard? Stay positive. Stay positive. Keep thinking, what's the positive piece of this? Stay in a positive mental attitude. What are how the many, possibilities? How many, how many challenges have you conquered in your life when you were in a negative mindset as you tackled it? It's very rarely that that happens. You know, it's almost like, okay, you state the challenge, but then you have to, okay, how can we get this done? Da, da, da. Get yourself in a positive framework. Get the ideas flowing. Get How are we going to get this going? So you, you have to get on the positive side of it to solve it. So why not just start from the positive side and then that positive mindset as you're going and tackling these things? And, and what good does it do? I, I don't know how many times I tell people all the time, dealing with the kids or dealing with the kids I'm coaching or do it well, is that attitude helping you? Is that actually helping you to resolve this thing that's bothering you so much? Right, and we're not talking
1: about, you know, there's a place where you're, there's a frustration, there's a place to, you know, release pent-up anger. Like, we're not talking about keeping that all in and just ignoring it, but we're talking about when you're then voicing it or when you're then trying to pretend that you're in a position of wanting to solve it. But if you're actively just focusing on the... unsolvability of it, which is basically what you're doing. And you're just Mm -hmm. focusing on the problem rather than how do I stay open for the solution? What are the other angles that can come out of this? Or what are the other possibilities of that? I could either, what what can I control in this situation as another huge part of it? You know, somebody else is driving crazy. What is it you can control about that? What is it you get to, you know, choose in that situation? But can you, will you, I just had a quick drop in as you were sh- giving that cute little, well, it was very well said, but what it reminded me of was your poem.
0: Somebody said it couldn't be done? Yes. Oh, uh, yeah.
1: Can you share that with us?
0: Oh, you want me to say the whole the poem? Uh, yeah. Dear. So this poem I learned in eighth grade. Yes. I think it was eighth grade, seventh grade. Shout out Miss McGoldrick. I think it was eighth grade. Same one who told me Beth to stop playing footsie. But that's another story for another time. But we had to learn poems every week or every month. I'd say
1: monthly. Anybody out there that went to
0: St. Joseph's with me, uh, She Walks in Beauty Like the Night. See, There's poems that are stuck in my head that I had to memorize from back in 8th grade. And one of them is kind of like the core of how I've lived my life came from learning this poem. So, you know. Here we go. You never know.
1: All right. I want to hear so it. So <clears> the
0: poem goes, and I don't remember who said it. So we're gonna say I came up
1: with it. <laughs> <laughs> Great. A little copyright infringement
0: exactly. there. Exactly. <laughs> it goes, uh, somebody said that it couldn't be done, but he with a chuckle replied that maybe it couldn't, but he would be one who wouldn't say so till he tried. So he buckled right in with a bit of a grin on his face if he worried he hit it. He started to sing as he tackled this thing that couldn't be done. And he did it. Now there's a second stanza, but I'm skipping that one because I always like the first and the third. Uh and the third stanza goes, uh, there are thousands to tell you it cannot be done. There are thousands to prophesy failure. There are thousands to point out to you one by one the dangers that wait to assail you. But just buckle right in with a bit of a grin, just take off your hat and get to it. Just start to sing as you tackle this thing that can't be done, and you'll do it. Bravo! So yeah, that put
1: you on the spot. You got that.
0: Yeah, hopefully my dementia won't take that away from me one day.
1: Stop! Don't, <laughs> put, don't, don't put that out in the universe. Didn't you make the older two memorize that? Also? Oh yeah,
0: I made them memorize Is, that. It's that about one.
1: time for Lily. Oh, I guess when
0: she gets in eighth grade, okay. she got another. She got another few months.
1: I wonder if they can recite it as you. They can still a can. little
0: bit. I've I've called them out on the carpet a couple of different times about it.
1: But I think that really does speak to the gist of how you, like you said, and this is a lot of the heart of this conversation. Now we have new words and new language for it. And we have other things that we are adding into it. But it's that same energy of, if I want to solve this as best I can, coming at it from, oh, this is so hard. Oh, this is never going to get done oh, this sucks so bad. Why is this happening to me? And then being able to shift to a space of, wait, maybe something in here is actually happening for me. Maybe this challenge is actually for my benefit in some way, even though it really doesn't look that way from this perspective or this angle. But if I start to move through it and I move through it, trusting that it is here for me, not against me, not any of these other things. And I focus on What are the bits of this I can actually tackle with, you know, a song or whatever it is with just a lightheartedness and seeing it as a puzzle and play rather than this insurmountable
0: objective? Yeah. Yeah, for me, it's always been the challenges I faced. Like, you know, I was the intelligent one who decided to go to the Naval Academy, even though I couldn't swim. So my first major challenge was having to actually... Swim.
1: I mean, be in the Navy. be
0: in a pool and yes. swim, and had all these tests I had to take, and I could not pass. I couldn't get halfway across the pool when I started, and it was just like
1: well, it wasn't just that you couldn't get pa- halfway. You were like,
0: yeah. as and you I tell the story, drowned.
1: you were almost drowning. Shout and out,
0: shout out, Jim Clotis, grabbing he saved me and you, pulled you, me pulled you up because of course this.
1: Reggie doesn't show up and say. No, 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 no. I can't swim. They're just all there for is it summer, bleep summer or plebe whatever. Summer, and yeah. they jump into the pool and, and he just jumps in and he's gonna... down
0: and back. And I'm like, I've been practicing. I can do this. I and, can do this. And
1: where had you been practicing? Well, you know. Exactly. In your mind. <laughs> <and> <laughs> Bathtubs.
0: <laughs> pool with a couple friends. <laughs> and I just figured I could get it out. You could and... just...
1: Got it out and you got about halfway through I got like, I'm assuming the, it was like an Olympic size pool. Of, yes. A pretty big Yeah,
0: It's the biggest pool this making Georgia boy had ever been in. And, <laughs> and yeah, that didn't go so well. You started sinking. I started drowning a little bit.
1: <laughs> and and
0: one of the boys grabbed me and pulled me to the side. And, you know, the wonderful instructors just went, Sub Squad! Which was what they tell people who fail like the rem- test. Is it like remedial? That's remedial. <laughs> so, so every day I got to get yelled at and then go into the pool and drown. But I always remember just being in there and going, I can do this. 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 <laughs> as, and you, vis- as you were sinking. A couple <laughs> months later, I could do it. A month later, I could do it. And then that it was the bane of my existence, though, because, you know, flying, I had to take things. And I was like, oh, you mean I got to do this swimming next, stuff?
1: Yeah, for the next with, 20 plus years. With this a was, flight suit
0: on and this, boots this and a helmet par- and,
1: huh? It was part of your annual-ish training or whenever you needed to qualify for something. Yes,
0: I had constant reminders of... Go back
1: to that lesson of swimming and how to swim. Slightly,
0: slightly humbled every... Some people would say, yeah, that's about what you needed. A little humble pie every now and again. Go drink some pool water. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Just throw Reggie in a pool with a flight yeah. suit and boots and have him do his survival swim. I remember
0: one instructor joked with me one time. He's like, well, Howard, you didn't make it easier for everybody else because you drank half the pool. Now people can walk across. <laughs> A lot of love and tenderness <laughs> those guys gave me. My
1: favorite was when you were going in. I think it was for your commanding officer. Oh, yeah. I was and I
0: was a very, I was very senior officer he now. He was a very
1: senior officer. He'd been doing this for like 20 years at this point. And he's still, the months leading up to it, you would go find a local pool wherever you were and start practicing. Yep, start and practicing. And remind yourself of, okay, because you're in it. It's not just... When you go through the training that you were at this level, it's not just swim across the pool, it's a survival oh, yeah. experience. You got all so kinds it's a very stressful thing. And there's yes. a lot of other stuff coming at you. So because of course you can swim just fine right now. But then when it's all these added stressors, it starts to become and a,
0: all this extra gear an extra and all this gear. Stuff, and it starts and... To,
1: to mess with you a little more. So you would practice some months leading up to it. And so you you arrive down in Florida, because I was still up here with the kids. You arrive down in Florida. And I just remember you calling me.
0: I, think- I, I went I went early <laughs> yes. so that I could actually get in the act because you can't practice with all the gear except at the sites because you don't have all the gear. So I actually went to the site where I was going to do my test and I went like a week early because I've been practicing. I know my swim is good. I just got to get comfortable again, having all the gear on. And, and I go early so I can practice with because the gear on. the
1: lesson you want to do is embarrass yourself Exactly. I said, like, oh, you hear about
0: that 06 <laughs> that drowned? Uh, So I didn't want that to be me. So I'm going, I'm practicing, and I'm asking instructors, hey, you mind if I go and practice while you guys are— They're like, no, go ahead, sir, go ahead, sir. And after one session, as I'm climbing out of the pool, killing myself, getting ready, the guy looks at me and goes, sir, you know we don't let senior officers drown, right? You're going to be fine. (laughs) You're going to (laughs) pass. (laughs)
1: <laughs> this will not be <laughs> the place where you just... You might on, but fall. it won't
0: be here <laughs> under our watch. And you will pass. I'm like, well, thank you, but I don't want any special treatment. I'll do everything everybody else does, the young whippersnappers. And, but I appreciate the vote of confidence there. <laughs> Jody found that quite humorous. It
1: was. It's one of those spaces. There aren't many physical endeavors that I feel more um, safe and secure at than you. But I grew up swimming. My father was a lifeguard in the ocean. We all were swimmers. There's a story of me at three-year-old walking up to the highest high dive because my older siblings were in swim lessons and I saw them jumping off the big diving boards and I climbed up to the tallest one possible and my grandparents were there my grandfather apparently had to leave (laughs) (laughs) he had to leave the room because he didn't know how to swim I think he was thinking what happens if this baby jumps and and my dad was right there and of course you know watched me go all the way up and I just jumped into that pool so the pool is a very, very comfortable. The ocean is a very, very comfortable place for me. So
0: not so much for me.
1: I get a little bit of a chuckle when it's like the one arena physically where I could just go for days yes. and days and and you on the other hand, it's a little bit of a challenge.
0: It's a little bit of a challenge. But you did it. I did. I did. <laughs> that is true.
1: But I do, I just think of other life lessons that I'm kind of like, again, I believe it's all in time, all as we're meant to, but there are a few things that I just kind of go, and I'm glad that, like I said, that we can share them with our children and and even like money mindset stuff now, how we have moved to, I think that's a huge one for both of us that we've been working through shifting our abundance mindset and seeing abundance in all sorts of yep. arenas and
0: trying to get that across to them and trying to get it across to like I said, some of those lessons that we learned that would have just made things, I think, a little bit more relaxed and comfortable and have a little bit more faith in things and and, uh, and trust in yeah. things that just, and your perspective. And it's like I said, the perspective is what I always get a, try and get across to them when they're stressing about things. is just always, you always have succeeded. Mm-hmm. Why would you think this would be any different? But a lot of times we look at things and the challenges of our life and we're like, oh, God, I don't know how I'm going to do this. And I was like, well, just look back on
1: your first 10 years,
0: 15, 20, 30, whatever they may be. And I'm sure uh, you have many more examples of the times you succeeded. And even the times you didn't succeed, you probably learned some lesson that has helped you succeed to a greater extent as you kept going through. And I think sometimes people get lost. When they they wallow in those quotation mark failures, uh, instead of looking at those failures and then when I said, "Well, what what am I? What should I be taking away from this? What's right. going to help me grow as a person, as an individual that this experience was supposed was obviously teach me?" And and uh, it was just like this weekend when my daughter's basketball team was getting waxed <laughs> time and time again. And it was, well, let's not focus on the beating you're taking right now. Let's focus on what are you learning from this? What what bad habits have you gotten into that these girls are exploiting to get easy baskets? You know, what, instead of just, man, we're getting killed, man, we're getting killed, man, we're getting killed. It's like, that's not going to help you not get killed the next time. Right. But if you take that as an opportunity to go, okay, what could I be doing better? How should I do this differently? So you learn that lesson. So next time, you go okay. You don't get those advantages. You don't get those things, and it's going to help you to succeed in that same scenario the next time.
1: Right, and so. allowing yourself to see those quote unquote failures as successes, like you're saying, and as part of the stepping stone and as part right. of the conversation, because doesn't make
0: you a horrible person. What ultimately make you a horrible player? Who
1: even says it's a failure? You know, it's just something we have de- deemed as such, or we have somehow decided it is, but in reality. Uh, what does that actually even mean? Yeah. You know, it's just another step along the way and allowing yourself to go through the process. And, like you said, though, not getting hung up on it, not right. staying in that space. You know, that saying when you're going through hell, just keep on going. Don't build a house there. Don't put up, you know, right. don't like landscape and do all of this and just fester in it. Allow yourself to go through it and experience it, but then trust to know that whatever you were meant to gain from that lesson is being carried forth with you right. so that the next time you do it or maybe the you know 20th time later you don't yep. know when it actually shows itself but rather than getting hung up on that space of it
0: and, and and in the end it's just gonna make it more diff more challenging for you to to get where you want to go if you spend your time in the well my lesson is just i'm just not a good person this is, I'm just inadequate. That, that is I suck just at not, this. Yeah, I, I, can't, just,
1: I can't ever. It,
0: and it's like so many times, you know, I have them, the question I like to ask people all the time when they, they, as soon as they see something and they go, I can't do that. I can't do that. that. That's too I can't do that. I was like, what's the first step to being able to do anything? And it's believing you can. You got to believe you can. And you just got to. And then once you believe you can, you'll figure out a way to do it if you want to do it bad enough. And so. You know that's that's kind of it's that mindset because I believe that's the the one place you have to be at your best is your mindset as you approach these challenges of life, and if you're in a positive mindset, the odds of you succeeding increase dramatically. Right. But uh, and
1: I think I just always want to say, and I think we've said this before, but that positive doesn't mean you know Pollyanna, and doesn't mean that you are not aware of the challenges or that you're not going to feel the blows or you're not going to have any of that or you're not going to ever feel down like it's not just staying in this you know superficial space that isn't real it's though when you're in that moment like we're saying just allowing yourself and so when you say positive to me is that that's that all-encompassing energy of understanding the overarching experience is positive and knowing that there's going to be times within that that are going to really stink and are going to be really hard, and you're going to fall and bust your face. You're going to almost drown in a in a swimming pool in front of all your other multiple classmates,
0: times.
1: <laughs> multiple times, multiple times. <laughs> but allowing and trusting in the overarching experience, yeah. And,
0: and this a lot of times I've run into people now, you know, who are older than me, my age or whatever. Who there's certain things they won't. Even try or attempt, and you know one of the hardest challenges for I think us, especially when you have a lot of talents and you're good at a lot of things, it's hard to put yourself out there in situations that you don't know if you're good at it, or you do do it one time. Oh, and that was horrible you know, bowling or something, and you're like, man, I'm a horrible bowler. You never bowl again. And everybody's going all the guy. Oh, we're going bowling. It's like, I'm not good. I'm not doing it, And you lose out on all these opportunities to make memories just because you did it one time you weren't good. And you're usually good at everything the first time. So now you've just said, Well, I'm not a good bowler. Yeah. I'm done here. And you're like, then you do it, you're forced to do it a couple of times. And next thing you know, oh, I am a good bowler. Oh, imagine that. You just stuck with it. You kept going. And that's kind of a little bit of a metaphor for a lot of people out there who are afraid to take on things, or they do it one time and they make a mistake and they go, okay, I'm not good at this. And they never do it again. And there's so many opportunities they miss out on because of that one experience.
1: Well, I think it's the seriousness, right, that we take on as adults. And we feel that everything just becomes more serious. And, you know, somehow we make it a lot more other than like, if we saw a child doing it, well, we expect them, you know, a, a child is walking and they fall. Nobody says, oh my God, that, you know-
0: oh, Can't walk. Can't walk get anymore. Get this get a wheelchair. Stay seated
1: down. We're don't, done. don't get up again, right? But as adults, when we do that, we become so, you know, either self-aware or we think everybody is looking at us and they're really not, they're really, really not. And we and take if they this, do
0: laugh at you, it's only going to be for a little, they don't care once the right. they're like, oh, that was right And they but forget it's all about it. That seriousness
1: and, that yep. we take in ourselves and inviting more and more, I think, play and allowing ourselves to kind of have in me, in my mind, that's that childlike energy of of saying, I'm going to give this a try and I might totally suck at this thing or I might I might find that I go that way and I really don't like it at all, but it's not stopping yourself before you start. Because right. the other end, you might find that you love bowling as a passion and you might be terrible at it, but for whatever reason, that's your gig and that's your jam and it allows you as an adult later in life, whatever it might be, to just flourish because it's your own personal space not because you're going to go join the senior bowling
0: league yeah i always felt bad for our kids because as soon as i felt like they didn't do something because they were afraid to do it or whatever oh you're doing that and you're going to keep doing it until until you got it and then you can quit but you're as soon as i as soon as i felt like oh yeah they're not doing that because they're afraid to do it that's a different that's a whole nother ball game then oh i just don't like that it's like you don't like it that's fine but Yeah.
1: Try it. Give it an actual. Because
0: I I just look at I I, I'm very sensitive to that because I look at my life and the things I've done and I realize if how many things I would not have done if that first experience I had said I'm I'm done here I'm done here yeah or if um or if I was just too afraid to even try because looking at it I'm going oh that's not for me so it's like. You know, that's a whole different college experience. That's a whole different career. If I'd just been, I can't swim. I'm not doing that. And 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 every academy had swimming requirements. So if I just let me go, no, I can't swim. I'm not doing that. That whole thing would have cut off that whole part of and 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 that's one thing to do it and go. I don't want to do this. This doesn't make me happy. Right. That's a whole different ball game than just not doing it, just because. Well, I got to do that one thing, and I know I really just can't moving a that that fear-based existence, right? So I'm not even going to do that,
1: right? 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 Yeah. Well, so here's to trying new things.
0: <laughs> I'm always about that. <laughs> I just is. keep now. I can't help myself now. Every time I do that now, I'm just in the hit. Head, my head's going to be going. Uncle Buck's listening, going, what a child.
1: Well, it's there. Uncle Buck, you are now living on... He's
0: he's living in my head. I got to get him out of my head.
1: Exactly. You're allowing him (laughs) your interior mind space. What is it? Rent free. He's just hanging out in there.
0: (laughs) But I ain't stopping, damn it.
1: There you go. We're going to keep going.
0: Keep going. Keep
1: going. All right. Well, thanks again. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll catch you next time.
0: And remember, somebody tells you it can't be done, can I
1: say welcome? Um... You, you just did oh
0: di- oh I thought we were off
1: I thought you were gonna do the last of the poem again
0: oh he with a chuckle reply
1: he I don't know what that was maybe lo- he couldn't I don't know <laughs> I don't know the poem is your poem
0: so you buckle right in with a bit of a grin on he his just, face we were to hit he, he started to sing so start singing people and there you tackle go. that thing that can't be done
1: and you'll do it and you'll do it.
0: I went low voice there. I I think I got that.
1: No, I don't really like it when you go low voice on recordings. Should this be our outtake? It's not an outtake. It is what it is. Oh,
0: is it an intake?
1: Yeah, it's an intake.
0: Are we doing outtake (laughs) intakes?
1: We'll catch you next time. Peace out. Thanks again for joining us on this episode of Higher Love. We look forward to seeing you next time. Until then, be sure and follow me on Instagram at essentialjody. And friend me on Facebook.
0: I'm not on social, but follow Jody. She'll keep you up to date on both of us. Have a great day. Have a great life. Peace out.